slightly clammy grip. Your last paper on the way some humans adapt to the speed of technological development was very fresh. Young woman, you have a brilliant mind, though I must say it is a shock to see how very young you are. He gave an avuncular chuckle. My age, Hannah stammered, overwhelmed by the way he had leaned towards her, still holding her hand, is no problem, he concluded firmly. He sat on a soft, fat sofa, drawing her down with him, and shifted smoothly to talking about the work of the Reichler Clinic with an easy familiarity that made him sound glib. It was a natural consequence of him having to say the same thing over and over, she supposed, and she told herself it would be no surprise if his brain just wandered off in another direction completely, leaving his mouth to run on autopilot. It was a mistake to think about his thoughts, she realised, a split second too late as her mind peeled open. Like them young, good hands and legs, great hair, probably reach her waist if she let it down. Like a woman with a good head of hair, pity about the neck-to-knee retro from Freetown threads. Transpo gel tube would make the most of her breasts. Too small, but bump them a size or two and she'd be specky. Give her a year or two, and she'd get over her outmoded Freetown attitude to augmentation. For one shocked and disorientated second, Hannah thought she must be picking up the mental thread of the only other man in the room, an older white-coated scientist who had yet to be introduced, except her mind was too well-disciplined to open itself to more than one thread at a time and risk being mentally bludgeoned. No, the stream of crude speculation was flowing from William Reichler's mind. The physical contact and the eager razzle-dazzle of his personality, combined with the dual hype of nerves and stimutabs, had broken through her carefully constructed mind shield. Ordinarily, her ethics would have made her withdraw immediately, but William Reichler's thoughts made it all too painfully clear that Eva had been right. Hannah had not known him. The revelation of his arrogant disrespect for her dispelled any guilt she might have felt as she delved through what transpired to be a superficial, atavistic sensuality crusted over a vast and rapacious, self-centred hunger for glory and the social power that came with it. Her heart sank into her new gel boots. For not only was William Reichler a lecher, he was a liar. One look into his deeper mind made it clear he didn't have the ability or knowledge to have undertaken the research upon which his book and articles were based. He'd cribbed the science from raw data, spinning it into brightly accessible rhetoric. It didn't comfort Hannah to find he had every intention of offering her employment at the end of her internship. The only reason he had not done so already was because he believed an unpaid internship would establish an advantageous power structure between them, ensuring she was locked into a subordinate and subservient role. He had no fear she would go elsewhere because of her blatant hero worship of him. How it rankled to remember she'd gazed into those brilliant blue eyes in vids, reading in them sincerity, intelligence and sensitivity. She felt ashamed because she ought to have known better than to expect truth from vid and newsscan spinners or even to take the things that William Reichler had written in e-notes to her as any indication of his character or ethics. 
How many times in life had her abilities revealed that a bland or smiling face could hide anything from deep neurosis and fear to loathing or boredom? It was the bitterest kind of joke that the abilities which brought her halfway round the world to this meeting now revealed the brilliant, charismatic William Reichler as a charlatan. Her disappointment and despair did not show in her expression or manner any more than her shock and outrage had done. She'd learned the hard way not to react obviously and openly to the things she learned from people's minds, and in this case, she was very glad, because a man with an interest in paranormal abilities might very well jump to the right conclusion. Instead, she managed to nod and smile as the interview progressed, and even to talk enthusiastically about working at the Reichler Clinic, but the second she left the building, she was determined to return to the hotel, pack and leave, after dispatching a bland little e-note expressing contrition and regret at her decision to refuse.